Show. Your home for Southeast Motorsports coverage. Here's your host, Tom Baker. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Lead Lap Radio. The Lead Lap Show is a show that is based in the Southeast. We cover just about anything that races in the Southeast region of the U.S., but we have been known to actually expand those borders a little bit when the uh, the time is right. But I uh, want to take the time to welcome you. This is actually our first show that we are broadcasting on WSIC radio on Saturday morning. So if if you're listening to us on Saturday morning between 9 and 10 a.m., thank you. We appreciate that. And uh, if you're wondering what happened to the Inside Pass, well, you can still find that. Just um, go to the Inside Pass on any uh, podcast platform and you'll find it there. We have uh, kind of moved that to our syndication time slot. Uh, so changing some programming around here, uh, but uh, excited to be putting the Southeast show on the Southeast radio station and as the lead-in to PRNs at the track with Lenny Baticki. My name is Tom Baker. You probably know that by now. <laughs> we should also probably uh, clarify about that a bit. Hi, I'm the producer, Chris Murdoch. I was getting I, to I, I you, but in. So. But we should, we should clarify when we say syndication, we mean worldwide syndication because this is syndicated on WSIC. Well, technically, I guess, if you want to call it that. But, uh, yeah, we uh, we we have had uh, a show called Motorsports Madness that has been syndicated uh, through Sports Byline USA across the world on about 40 different platforms, including, um, well, Sirius XM twice on the weekends. And um, we've got American Forces Network, about and 33 broadcasts. of other radio partners. Throughout yeah, a bunch country. of other uh, affiliates, all kinds of good stuff. And so... Uh, it, again, the inside pass has kind of gotten, I don't want to call it a promotion because, uh, we it's love facelift. Yeah. We, it's just in a different slot. Now we wanted to, uh, motorsports madness needed to get parked. So we, the inside pass was the most similar show we had to that one. So we just, uh, went ahead, made the change. So we hope you'll enjoy this going forward because again, we're talking about the locals that live here in this area, race here in this area. We're going to try to uh, mix in asphalt, dirt, road course. We got a little of all of it. And, uh, uh, we got a cool show lined up for uh, tonight here to start us off with. Um, we are actually going to have Tyler and Jarek Johnson in the studio here in about uh, 10 minutes or so. Uh, looks like they're just uh, getting here as I speak. Uh, Tyler has taken over the reins from Jarek driving the number 76 late model. This is the My Computer Career POWMIA Freedom Car that uh, some of you may have seen around town. And um, Tyler's just 14 years old. He's already won a late model race this year at uh, Caraway, running as a limited late model racer who also is a starting quarterback for his uh, high school as an eighth grader. We're going to talk about that a little bit too when they get in here get situated also we're going to hear a couple of montages we got one from the super cup stock car series race that took place at motor mile a couple of weeks ago uh, that we're going to hear in just a few minutes with the winner jason katzmiller and uh, also we're going to hear from uh, another racer who was is his teammate with C7 Motorsports, which happens to be based here in Statesville. Oh, by the way, uh, we're going to hear from Samantha Rohrbaugh. And then we're also going to 
uh, hear a montage a little later in the show from the Hickory Motor Speedway. We've got the late model, limited late model feature winner, Mason Maggio, and we've got the track champion, Max Price, um, that we'll be hearing from in a montage uh, a little later on. So lots to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Helping Heroes, which is one of my favorite nonprofits. My computer career um, is uh, the sort of maestro of that. Um, and so we'll talk about that with the Johnsons when they get in here and all the good work that they're doing with the POWMIAs because we love um, very partial to the military here and uh, love talking about them. And we're also going to uh, have some chatter about VIR, Virginia International Raceway, because that's where I'm going this coming weekend. Check out some road course action. So um, should be a lot of fun. So with that all being said, as we continue with this first segment, let's talk a little bit about Super Cup. Um, the Super Cup Stock Car Series is a series that is, it dips into the Carolinas, but it's based mostly Pennsylvania, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio in that area. Uh, they had a race at Motor Mile in Virginia a couple of weeks ago. And Jason Katzmiller, who some of you may remember or may know from the ARCA series, he runs a handful of ARCA races every year. Jason's out of West Virginia. Jason ended up winning both of their 50-lap features that night. It was his first two wins ever in Super Cup. And again, he races for CR7 Motorsports based right here in Statesville, um, which is pretty cool. And his teammate has been Samantha Rohrbaugh, and it was cool to uh, see them both kind of get to victory lane. Samantha ran in the top five in both races. She got spun out of third place in the first 50 by uh, Bob Schott. And um, then uh, she finished in the top five in the second race, did a really, really nice job. So um, really excited about what she's got going on. And uh, we're going to hear from both of them. And it's a back-to-back. This is a bit of a montage. Let's hear from Jason Katzmiller and then straight into Samantha Roybaugh. First time ever Super Cup Stock Car Series winner Jason Kitzmiller. Congratulations on a huge win. That was a great race you ran. Thank you. It was really appreciated. We had a really super car tonight. Garden. It really ran well. It, it made it easy. Those guys really prepared well for this race. Talk a little bit about this series and what you like about it and, and why you're here doing this. It uh, For us, we race six or eight ARCA races a year and uh, this is really invaluable experience for us, especially on the short track stuff. Just getting laps, you know, a lot of those guys in the ARCA series and guys here have thousands and thousands more laps than we do. So it's just really good experience and those guys are good. I mean, when you beat them, you've had a good day. So, uh, you know, it's just a lot of fun. Good family atmosphere here. Just just a lot of fun. Where are you from? Uh, Maysville, West Virginia. What's your background in racing? Um, we raced go-karts for years. We drag raced for years. We raced some dirt cars for years. So we've done a little bit of everything. Okay. And now you're, how long have you been in the Super Cup Series? Um, two years. This is Well, this is the first full year and we raced a couple of in 19, yeah. Yeah, everybody had a year off last year. Yeah, um, I, I know you can't do all this stuff by yourself, so give some thanks to your sponsors, your crew, whoever you want. 
Yeah, CR7 Motorsports, uh, you know, at Statesville, they, they give me a heck of a ride, and uh, they've been doing a great job all year. Just It makes it for easy for me to get in and go fast. Well, congratulations on a great run, and you've got one more feature yet tonight. Maybe you'll make it two in a row. Yeah, uh, we sure are going to try hard. Thank you. Standing with Samantha Rohrbaugh here at Motor Mile. Samantha running in the Super Cup Stock Car Series. And, Samantha, you had a nice top five run going there, and then uh, I'm not sure if there was contact or uh, what happened, but you ended up turned around there in turn four. Uh, talk a little bit about your season so far and about that first race. Uh, we've had a pretty good season so far. Just uh, This season's about learning, and we're gaining a lot of experience. That's bas- the basics of what I'm trying to do this year is just getting a lot of seat time. And um, that deal with racing, I think we were racing for third. It's just a racing deal, one of those things, you know, neither of us are given an inch, and I spun. It's, it's all good. It's a racing deal. You were having a really good run. Uh, what, talk about your experience with the series, because this is, I think, uh, the second season that you've been racing with the series. What's your what's your background? Uh, well, yeah, this, I think, is my second series. This is the first season that I've really done a big chunk of the races. Usually it's only one, two, maybe three races a year. So um, I'm just gaining a lot of experience, a lot of seat time, learning what a race car feels like, different situations and scenarios. Um, growing up, I raced the go-karts and stuff, and then got into, I played college basketball, so I had to Oh wow! I had to sit out from racing for a little bit, and then back in the seat now. Talk about the basketball career a little bit. That That's different. Uh, what college did you play for, and talk about your uh, basketball life. Yeah, I, well, I played basketball since I was five years old, travel ball, the whole deal. Um, I went to WVU Potomac State College and played. I was a point guard for two years, and then finished my college career, and now we're back to um, racing and flying airplanes and becoming a pilot. Okay, so uh, a lady who likes to go fast, even in the air, apparently. Uh, so what what is your kind of what's your career goal with all of this? Are you trying to escalate? I know you run some ARCA stuff. Talk a little bit about your experience and where you'd like to go. Um, as far as the racing deal, yeah, this year strictly Super Cup, and then next year hopefully get into an ARCA car, um, just a handful of races, you know, continue the Super Cup, just the more seat time, more seat time. And then as far as my um, aviation career, I'm in ATP right now in Concord, North Carolina, and I'm on track to be a commercial pilot, so I'll fly. um, The goal is to fly corporate and private sector. Nice. That's awesome. I know you can't do all this stuff by yourself because it's pretty costly, and it takes a lot of people to work on these things. Who helps you out? Oh, man, we have the best uh, guys at the shop in Statesville. I, I can't say enough about them. They bring a solid car every racetrack or every time we go to the racetrack. And um, my Grant County Mulch is our family business. Uh, my grandparents, I couldn't do any of this without them. So I'm very grateful for them and the opportunities that, that our company provides us. Okay, so uh, Samantha Rohrbaugh, with, uh, you got to love it. Uh, 21 years old, she... Uh, she played college basketball, and now she is studying to be a commercial pilot along with uh, being a professional race car driver. That's uh, pretty cool. We're going to get Samantha in the studio here uh, on an upcoming lead lap show and kind of talk more with her about that. Um, so we've got uh, just a, about a minute left in the segment real quickly. Uh, Jason Katzmiller winning both races. Ben Ebling, Bob Chat, Harvey Harrison, Brian Harrison, Brent Nelson, Kevin Cromer, Samantha Rohrball, Landon Brothers, 
Dusty Silvers, Bill Ashton, and Hayden Brothers rounding out the field in the first 50-lapper. Then Katz Miller again beat out Ben Ebling. Nelson, Nelson was third, Shap fourth, Rohrbach fifth, Harvey Harrison sixth, Kevin Cromer seventh, Landon Brothers eighth, Dusty Silvers ninth, Hayden Brothers 10th, Bill Ashton 11th, Brian Harrison 12th, October 2nd is the finale for the 2021 season for the Super Cup Stock Car Series, and that is at Dominion Raceway in Spotsylvania, Virginia, uh, one of my coolest city names, I think. Um, and so uh, good luck to those guys. We'll have Aaron Reed from the series in eventually, too. We're going to step aside and take a break. When we come back, more League Lap. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels New to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Do not provide them with any form of payment or information. Report the call at oig.ssa. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Jesse 
Welcome back to Lead Lap. Uh, happy to be on WSIC each Saturday morning now, 9 a.m. Uh, as the lead-in to the 90-minute horsepower hour. Lenny Batiki's PRNs at the track follows us here on WSIC. Uh, so we hope that uh, you enjoy this show. We've got um, Tyler and Jarek Johnson making their way into the studio here. Come on in, y'all. And uh, we'll put uh, Jarek there, and Tyler, you can come over here. Um, and, uh, yeah, there we go. Pardon us while we rearrange the studio here for our guests. <laughs> and, uh, Tyler and Jarek have been on before. They were on last year. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll put – yeah, come on over here, Jarek. We got a, a space here now. Um, and uh, Tyler has just come from football practice. Um, so uh, put the headphones on and step right up to the mic there. And Tyler is 14 years old. He is a rookie in the limited late model division this year, taking over the driving chores, at least part-time, from his dad. Um, and uh, first of all, how football practice go? Yeah, it went good today. I actually showed up to practice, and we had football pictures for the team today. So I had to get football gear ready, and it went ran a little bit later than we expected to because after football pictures we had to get some more stuff done in practice because that took up some of the beginning yeah. part. But we ended up getting stuff done, and I got out a little early so I could come over. So good. See, that's that's good. Priorities, after all. Um, what school do you go to? I go to Lakeshore Middle School. And that's where? In Mooresville, North Carolina. In Mooresville. So, yeah, we know it's North Carolina. That's where we're sitting. But, yeah, uh, so in Mooresville. And uh, you're a starting quarterback for the varsity team, you told me? Yes, I am. And so you're in middle school. What's the high school? Uh, the high school closest to me that I'm going to be going to is South Iredale High School. So you start for South Iredale? I start on the varsity team on Lakeshore Middle School. Oh, okay. So you you have a varsity team there, but it's not like high school varsity, or is it? Correct. That It is not. Okay, so I see. I didn't know there was ever two different varsities. So you you start for the middle school varsity. I got you. Okay, that makes a little more sense. Well, uh, you also race, obviously, and you've been you've been working with your dad um, for a while now, as he's been racing, and you started racing a few years back at Millbridge, and you've done some other things, and now this year you got to get in the late model. You've already won a race at Caraway. What's it been like to uh, jump into the big boy car for you this year? Yeah, it's definitely been an experience. We started off by just trying to get some experience in the car, just wanted to learn how to actually, I didn't even learn how to drive a stick shift till about five months ago. So I still it, don't know. <laughs> it's kind of a crazy experience, but we got some testing at Caraway, and it, on my third race, I ended up picking a win. Well, it's, uh, that's great. And you ran Hickory on Saturday, um, and... Uh, you know, there's that old saying about uh, getting your doors blown off, and uh, that, that's exactly what happened to you Saturday night. Josh Stark blew your doors off on what, the, like the second lap of the race, he just uh, whacked you in, and the door fell off your car, and you had a little extra air conditioning in there. Yeah. <laughs> Not the best way for you to start your hickory career, because I think you got in another skirmish afterward, right, and uh, had something else go wrong with the car and ended up out of the race early. Yeah, we ended up having some motor issues before the race ended. It kind of went downhill after we got hit in the first place. But yeah. we we kind of came unexpectedly to go to Hickory. We figured out that we were going actually just a day before and 
I've only been to the track one other time, and it wasn't even in a full late model car. It was in a two-seater. Oh, okay. Oh, you got to ride in a two-seater. Yeah. Oh, fun. Two-seater late model. I love it. Um, okay, Jarek, uh, dad, so um, what uh, What was behind the decision? Why did you decide to let Tyler start racing this year? I know we were in here last year, and we knew it was kind of imminent, but uh, what kind of led you to that decision? Well, when we first started this whole deal, uh, you know, I've raced my whole life, and Tyler hasn't really been that interested in it. He's always played football and basketball and everything, and over the last couple of years, it's just, hey, what do you do? And then he comes to the <laughs> shop and then do this, and and he's got involved. And honestly, after the go-kart stuff, uh, he has been to every one of my races this year and just been a huge help, learned tire stagger. I mean, he's our tire guy. He's spotted for me. He's done a bunch of stuff. And now that he's put the time in and showed the interest, I'm not the youngest guy there is out there or whatever, and you know how this sport is. So uh-huh. um, he's he's kind of put in his dues, so now it's his time. He didn't even know we, we got the car unloaded that night, but uh, today we found out when he did get hit in the door right there after the second spin, uh, we burnt the spark plug wire in half, so he was running on seven cylinders oh. for that 20 laps. So, uh, But at least it's an easy fix. We put a spark plug wire on it and it fired right back up. There today. you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, I, I mean, I know that when – I forget where I saw you guys last year. It might even have been at Hickory. Um, I mean, I you know, that was the first time that I met you, Tyler, and, and you were working away like anybody else would on the car. It was like – I didn't even know you had a son that old, and here he is, you know, looks like he's been doing this for five years. So what kind of lit you up with all the racing stuff? I mean, it kind of just going to the races in the first place. I was, before I'm so focused on football and basketball, I still am on my sports and everything. But looking up to my dad and seeing him at a racetrack and driving cars, it kind of went into my heart and something that I feel like I want to do someday. What's uh, kind of interesting is you've just named two sports that generally require a little more height and maybe a little more width than what you have, um, and yet you seem to be good at them, and uh, you, you've adapted to racing just fine. What's it like, Jarek, for you to, to see Tyler out there in the late model? And I mean, it's kind of a change of role for you, but how does that make you feel when you watch him out there running? Yeah, I don't know. It, it's different, right? So... I kind of went through the same thing. My dad owned dirt tracks in the Midwest. Uh, he ran, oh. you know, like to go for 50 and the big races in Otana, Minnesota, dirt races and all that. Okay. And I played college football. I stayed away from the racing because oh, wow. when he owned racetracks, I was selling tickets or I was flipping hamburgers and kind of stayed away from it myself. So first time I sat in a car, I was tw- almost 21 years old after I had played college football. Um this opportunity with me racing now for the last 20 years and Tyler being around him getting to see it he's kind of the same way he's athletic you know he is a smaller guy but he's he, he's strong he's the MVP yeah. of his basketball team he's the MVP of his football team he, he he does everything he can usually you see kids that are in racing sometimes they're they're not the athletic kids yeah. you know they they didn't play football basketball so daddy let, let's race yeah. but Tyler's kind of the opposite he's an athletic kid he, he's quick he's quick to think and I think that'll all help him out in racing and um, not only is he you know a, a good athlete and, and a good kid and keeps his AB on a roll and everything but he's a good spokesperson he talks to the kids when they come up to the car and talks about POW MIA and our veterans so it's great to see somebody young take that on. 
Yeah, it definitely is. So let's talk about that a little bit, Tyler, because, I mean, your dad um, does such great work along with my computer career um, with the POWMAs and, and helping heroes, which we'll talk about in a, in a bit as well. But, um, you know, what what have you been able to observe about all of that and, and what are you learning about kind of the military and that whole sort of um, experience there through through uh, being involved with this. Yeah, I'm starting to learn more about the military and everything, and we have Ryan Saddleberg. He comes to the track with us. He was a previous sergeant major in the military. Oh, wow. So it's definitely cool being around all that stuff, and it's a really good experience for me to have at the racetrack, and it it means a lot for them to be helping us at the racetrack and doing what we do. I would imagine it's very humbling as well. And, and in a way, there's a lot of commonality between, you know, obviously in the military, it's all about team and group and, and being there for each other. And you play team sports and it's kind of a lot of the same lessons that you learn. Um, just, you know, obviously the military is a whole other aspect when you're out on the battlefield. But um, a lot of it, leadership and, and teamwork and all that is kind of common. Yeah, it's definitely all, like, everything that I do, football, basketball, racing, they're different completely, but at the same time, they have their similarities and connections. For sure. Okay, so, uh, Jarek, you have a race coming up. Are, are you driving, or is Tyler, but there's, a, I think, isn't the big race in PA this coming weekend? Yeah, so Tyler's been driving, a, what you know, the late model stock type, limited late model or challenger, the stuff here in North Carolina. I'm still doing our, our pro late model Oh, okay, tour. you're driving the pro. Okay. Yep, and uh, we're heading to uh, Lake Erie for the race oh, of champions right. race. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and it's, I mean, it's been really good luck for us because we've won the thing the last two years in a row. Yes, so you we're have. going for number three. Uh, I love the racetrack. I love this time of year, uh, getting to go up to Pennsylvania. We look at the weather. It's supposed to be 66 degrees for a high and, and 50 degrees. Go. And for somebody as big as me, I like that kind of weather. <laughs> this 90-degree stuff, Tyler can drive if he wants to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit more like uh, racing weather, fall weather. Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's only uh, 90 or so in the car instead of 120, I that's guess. Right. When it's, uh, yeah, um, that's, a, that's a big race for you, too. Lake Erie is... Uh, I've been to that track a few times. Um, it's a beautiful facility. I don't think they run weekly there anymore. They run specials, as far as I know, and, and uh, it's too bad because that was a that was a great weekly track to go to, and uh, certainly a great track for any kind of late model. So uh, I know you got to be excited about that. Um, and you know, again, my computer career um, a big help to you, and and you guys have worked together for a while. Um, that's that's an ongoing relationship that I know that uh, you and your dad uh, very highly treasure. Yeah, so my computer career sponsored us for about the last four years uh, with different drivers, including myself. And now with Tyler, they've come on to help sponsor him and everything. So uh, we can't do all the traveling and everything we do. Uh, the the tire crisis and everything we got going on in racing, uh, the funding from my computer careers help what gets this POW MIA Freedom Car everywhere we are, from Florida to Missouri to New York to wherever this year. So they, they're the ones that keep us going. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that uh, tire situation here uh, on this show as well. We're going to step aside. When we come back, we've got much more with uh, Tyler and Jarek, and uh, we got some conversation about Hickory as well. More of Lead Lap right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. 
Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. This is William Shawalich, and you're listening to Lead Lap Radio. William runs the Carolina Pro Late Model Series, uh, which ended up having to, uh, well, postpone at least uh, its Tri-County race. It was supposed to be this past Saturday uh, due to the tire shortage. And we'll talk in a minute with uh, Jarek about his kind of perspective on all of that. But I want to get to Tyler Rand at Hickory Saturday night is... Um, part of their championship night, Tyler Rand in the limited late model division. The I want to kind of run through what happened at Hickory Saturday because, man, some real stories on Saturday night 
at uh, the birthplace of the NASCAR stars, Katie Hedinger, uh, whose company Victory Custom Trailers is one of our sponsors. Katie ended up getting her very first NASCAR late model win at just 14 years old. She won on Saturday, and the coolest thing was she took the lead early from Landon Hoffman, and then she had to hold off another one of uh, the females that I think is going to be one to watch. Going forward, Gracie Trotter uh, was running for Lee Falk Racing. And Gracie ended up finishing second. Landon Devon had never raced a NASCAR late model before at Hickory. Jumped into Justin Johnson's number four car. They were supposed to run Tri-County. But Tri-County canceled their late model race on Saturday. So they hiked it over to Hickory. Just a short 20-minute drive. He jumps in the car, goes out, and gets a podium. First night out. Nice job for Landon. Mark Johnson finished in fourth, and Jesse Can in the Black Acid Apparel car finished up in fifth. It was a good run for her. That car is running really well right now. Um, Kaylee Bryson, Josh Smathers, Landon Hoffman, Gary Mash, and Ricky Bruce rounded out the top ten. And then in the limited late models, it was Mason Maggio winning his fourth feature event of the season for light motorsports, and he uh, ended up I think giving himself the Rookie of the Year award with that win as well. Uh, beat out Akinori Ogata, who had a great run to be second. Max Price, who is Maggio's teammate on Lake Motorsports, finished third and wrapped up the track championship. Katie Hedinger was fourth. Bryson Ruff ended up fifth. Graham Holler, uh, Riley Doyle. Andy Holt, Kayla Lyons, and Bryce Applegate rounded out the top ten, followed by... Tyler Johnson, uh, Josh Rayum, and Josh Stark, and then Zach Wells. Also, Zach was not able to start the race. Um, that was in the limited weight models. Jesse Clark, Derek Fowler, Marshall Sutton, John Clark, and Ethan Johnson finished in the top five in the street stocks. And Charlie Watson, won. he won his eighth truck race out of nine. He won eight out of nine this year. Alan Hoppman was second, Ricky Denny third, Dwayne Cook fourth. Travis Beatty, fifth, Zach Fowler, Joey Shurian, and Jacob Weidman rounding out that field. And then Robbie Hollifield took the Renegades' victory. David Hassan, Zach Mullins, Danny Crump, Matthew Chambers, and Brandon Hassan. Uh, and then the four cylinders, Cody Coombs, uh, won that feature event. Um, Robert Trevette, Dennis Trevette, and Curtis Pardue. Uh, finished in the back, so um, next three spots in that event. So uh, we've got a montage here, actually a, a pair of drivers. We're going to hear from two light motorsports teammates. First, we're going to hear from the track champion, Max Price, and then we talk to Mason Maggio in the same interview, uh, kind of a fun interview with those two. Uh, so here we go. All right, Max Price, 2021 Hickory Motor Speedway, limited late model series champion. How does that sound? It sounds amazing. Oh, my God. Um, it's the happiest I've ever been in my whole life, in my whole racing career. You know, I've never won anything in my life in racing, and now I have. And I could die right now and be happy. I don't, I don't care. Well, now, wait a minute. You're only, what, 19 years old or so? You've, you've got a long career ahead of you of more women, so, you know, don't, uh, don't, don't, like, be too quick to leave. Oh, I'm not going, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I promise you, I'm not going anywhere. There's a whole new Max next year, I promise you. You know, I've been too nice this year. Uh, it's just time to, you know, man up, you know. 
Well, nice guys uh, do finish first once in a while, like you just did. Uh, won the championship in, what, three or four features this year? Yeah, about four. Uh, I was tied with Magic Man, but tonight he broke that. Um, I'm not upset about it either. He deserved that win. He raced his tail off. My goodness, what a driver. I'm so proud of him. Um, so proud of this team, too. Oh, my goodness. They've done so much for me this year. Uh, Blue Moose Technology Group, BST, Malone Chassis. Um, yeah, that's so awesome. Okay, so uh, Magic Man, Mason Maggio, tonight's feature winner. I believe that's, what, four features for you as well. Light Motorsports has done pretty doggone good this year. Oh, yeah. They've given us pretty much everything we need to go out there and compete for race wins and championships. And, uh, you know, we may have came up a spot short, but I can't think of any one I'd rather finish second to other than uh, Max Bice. He deserved it. He was... Uh, he was good, man. He was really, really good. Was always consistent. Uh, you know, won his fair share of races as well. So, uh, you know, a big day for Light Motorsports. First ever championship with their uh, limited late model team with any of their drivers and most wins for them this season. And uh, proud to be uh, part of such a historic season for them. So let's talk about tonight a little bit. So you qualified on the pole and um, had a, a few restarts, a lot of... Uh, a lot of cautions uh, in the beginning, and then you finally started to get some laps in. Um, at one point, uh, had a little situation with Bryson Ruff. Talk a little bit about that from your point of view. Yeah, I mean, he got around me at one point on the start there, and you know, at that point, I was just trying to get back to him because I knew if I, you know, let him go or if I slipped up, I was probably never going to get him again. So, uh, you know, doing all I could, I got a run coming out of turn two. I was there and. Going into turn three, he just tried to close the gap, and you know, fortunately, it cost him. It's not how I want to race. It's not how, you know, I want things to end up. But you know, Ayrton Senna once said, uh, you know, if you don't go for the gap that already exists, you're no longer a racing driver. So, uh, you know, I'm pretty much going to live by that after I heard that. So, uh, but you know, like I said, I hate that it happened. I don't like seeing tore up race cars and mad people. But you know, it, it's the last race of the season. Nobody's going to give and take. And you know, I was going for all I could. All I could. Ayrton knows a thing or two. I knew a thing or two about a thing or two. Won some uh, some races in his time. One of the best ever. Okay, so I know you guys can't do this by yourself. So you got a ton of people to thank. Who are they? Absolutely, uh, my family, who's always going to be support me no matter what, and they've you know done all they could to get me to where I am right now. Uh, so huge thank you to them and all their love and support. Uh, obviously, Light Motorsports for you know, a great car. You know, I learned so much this year, uh, both on and off the track, uh, about a dr as a driver and as a person. So, you know, I'm very thankful for that opportunity to work with them, and then uh, all of our great partners that help make this possible. Would not be possible for me to come out here and compete without them. Uh, HMY Yacht Sales, Ingalls Marine Diesel, uh, Bahama Beach Club, Richmond Florist. Um, all of our teammates, Josh Stark, Max Price, um, everybody that supports us. And also want to give a huge shout-out to uh, our buddy Mike Anderson, who's also my spotter. Uh, he had you know, some, uh, an unfortunate circumstance happen here today at the track. So you know, my thoughts and prayers go out to him, and hopefully you know, God is, is with him and his family right now. So, uh, Mike, if you're listening to this, this one's for you. That is Mason Maggio, tonight's feature winner at the Hickory Motor Speedway. Good season for he and Max and Josh and the whole White Motorsports team. Okay, as we uh, come back to uh, 
the show here uh, again. That was a great race uh, and a great way to round out the season. Max wrapping up uh, the track championship totally unexpected. Had a really good year. Three wins for him, four for Mason. Uh, seven wins all told for Light Motorsports. Big season for them at Hickory. And Hickory still got one more race left. The Fall Brawl is coming up, so make sure you go check that out if you can. HickoryMotorSpeedway.com is the website. And Tyler, what was your uh, first impression of actually racing in Hickory other than uh, obviously you had an issue with the door? Yeah, it was definitely a fun experience over there. It's a nice track, a little bit rough, but it's nice. We unloaded in practice and had a little bit of speed, tried to get some more, and throughout the day we kept throwing stuff at the car, just trying to figure some stuff out, taking big swings on adjustments, and we ended up getting somewhere close, and then we went out for qualifying, didn't qualify as good as we wanted to with only one lap of qualifying out there. And then, of course, we got into the race and had some unfortunate ending right there. Yeah, it definitely was unfortunate, uh, but nonetheless, uh, how how are you? How do you feel like you're progressing in terms of your communication and your feedback that you're able to give? It's definitely I'm progressing pretty quick here. I'm just every race. It's a learning experience for me right now. Of course, my dad over there. He's got he's got a lot of experience with it, so. He helps me out, and if I say what the car is doing in what corner, he kind of has an idea already himself being a driver what needs to be done to the car. Yeah, are you starting to now be able to see it? Because I know you're obviously learning to work on them too still, so are you able to now see it from the other side and be able to kind of tie the two ends together? Yes, it's definitely all coming together now after working on the car for a year or two and then actually driving them now. Yeah, for sure. So that's uh, that's awesome. Great, uh, great stuff for sure. And, and uh, uh, good to see that uh, you're doing so well. Um, Want to talk a little bit, and we'll we'll start the conversation, then we'll we'll pick it up in the in our final segment here. Um, helping heroes. Talk a little bit about that, real quick. We got about a minute. Yeah, helping heroes is a nonprofit charity, uh, basically started by Tony Galati, who is also the founder of My Computer Career. Yep, it's his way of giving back to the veteran community. You know, he's already started uh, by sponsoring us with My Computer Career, the POW MIA Freedom Car, but now with their new nonprofit, Helping Heroes, with uh, Ryan Saddleberg uh, heading up that operation. They've really expanded it into more of just like our POW MIA awareness wristbands and letting people know, you know, prisoners of war missing in action, nobody left behind. Now it's already moved into helping veterans that need help, you know, military makeover, they're redoing houses, uh, they're sending uh, veterans in with PTSD to uh, equine horse therapy, and uh, they sponsor a softball team made up of all veterans with PTSD. So uh, they're doing a lot with Helping Heroes. We'll talk uh, more about that as we come back around the turn here. We'll step aside, finishing up League Lap right after this. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? 
Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hi, I'm Leland Honeyman, and you're listening to Lead Lab Radio. Welcome back uh, to Lead Lab Radio here on WSIC, and uh, of course, available anywhere that uh, you get podcasts. Just uh, find Lead Lab Radio or find. Race Chaser Radio also at the moment uh, still has those shows, so uh, go ahead and search that too. But uh, you can go to Lead Lap on Facebook and Twitter. Lead Lap Show, I believe, is uh, what it is on those two, Facebook and Twitter. And give us a follow and keep track of, because we're going to have more content than just the radio shows up there throughout the week. So um, finishing up this show, we've got uh, Tyler Johnson and his father, Jarek, uh, in the studio. My Computer Career, POWMI Freedom Car Drivers, both of them now. Uh, we started to talk about helping heroes, and I want to uh, get into a little more detail about that if we can. So you mentioned Military Makeover. Talk a little bit more about what that is. I think some people know the TV show, but I, I'm not sure everybody really uh, understands what that is. Yeah, it's a... It's one of them fixer-upper house shows or everything, but it's uh, it's on Lifetime. It's uh, hosted by Montel Williams, and uh, it, it's based off helping a veteran 
get their life back together uh, through their home, no mortgage, fixing everything up. Uh, My Computer Career does a great job of not only sponsoring the show, but they send help to to actually go to the house to fix things up. And, of course, their best part of it is setting them up with uh, good computer rigs and all that kind of stuff, all your TVs and fancy stuff. Um, so it's, it's a cool thing that My Computer Career and Helping Heroes does do. And uh, they just did it in Charlotte this week, actually. So the show's, oh, wow. the show's not airing yet. They're yes. actually doing the project right now, and the show will come out here in a month or so. That's awesome. Yeah, so uh, everybody keep uh, their eye on that uh, on Lifetime Military Makeover for uh, the show based on the uh, home in Charlotte. Uh, September is also National Suicide Awareness Month, and um, – on Friday, this Friday actually coming uh, September, so it would have already happened by the time this airs in WSIC. But um, the uh, a rally of hope happening um, Festival Park in uh, Castle Rock. Um, that's Friday, September fourth, from five thirty to seven thirty. A lot of cool stuff going on again. Um, the man, the the number of soldiers. Um, soldier suicides has just skyrocketed over the last uh, couple of years, and and I I just hate that. But uh, um, you know, helping heroes again, p- trying to pay attention to that, and really just do what they can to advocate for veterans of all types in all situations, uh, justice and and all of that. Um, their site is helpingheroes.org. dot um, org. You know, talk a little bit about what your personal experience has been with with that through the Freedom Car and my computer career. Yeah, so helping heroes, of course, with the POW MIA car matches veterans, but they help more than just veterans. Um, you know, when we go to these racetracks, some cool things that also happen is, uh, you know, our first responders, our police officers that yep. have been helping out at the racetrack. When we go to New Smyrna and, and uh, places in Missouri and like Lake Erie, when we go up there, they bring gift baskets to all the people that help out at the racetrack just as a reminder that, hey, you're a first responder, you're a hero too. Thank you for what you do. Um, so included with the veterans, they do all this other stuff. And then on top of that, Helping Heroes has updated our POW MIA stuff at the racetrack actually a few times this year. Um, I'll just, I'll I'll mention one. We went to uh, Bolivar, Missouri, and we were right outside of uh, Fort Leonard Wood and had dedicated the race to a former POW MIA. This prisoner of war missing in action uh, was declared dead. His wife buried him. Then they found out he was alive and he was a prisoner of war. (laughs) And then he got sent home and remarried. And actually, the the person that wrote his obituary became his new wife. I mean, it was a crazy story. You you had to be there wow. to, to hear it. It's something that should be made into a movie. And his he had uh, he was ninety two years old and just passed away. But his son uh, came to the racetrack. Uh, we won the race. They got to come to Victory oh, Lane, awesome. hold up the trophy. It, it was such a cool experience and hearing all those stories out there. And we've done that at just about every race this year. You know, we, we've been down at Cordial, and the uh, Georgia Georgia, yep. Georgia people came out. Uh, the, the riders chapter came out with their POW stuff, and they rode around the track, and we dedicated another race to another uh, live prisoner award that came there. Um, it's just been full of cool experiences this year, and uh, we can't wait till finish up the year here at Lake Erie Speedway and then uh, Evergreen for their King of the Green and then look look forward to a 2022 season that maybe has some tires. 
<laughs> yeah, really. Um, give us a give us a minute, about a minute on uh, the whole tire issue from your perspective, because it's just been crazy. How has it affected you guys running two cars? Well, yeah. I'm, first of all, you for us, you we can't just call and get tires like we normally yeah. do to go test or anything. If you want to get tires, you got to be at the racetrack. So people are telling me the tire shortage is based back from COVID, not. Not the fact that they don't have the material like some people are talking about, but when they shut everything down and everybody went home, then other people got different jobs and did different things. And when everything revved back up, they just didn't produce. They hadn't produced and couldn't produce what they had in the past and just got left behind. So as they're producing stuff, tires take time to cure and to be able to use. They just can't keep up with the season. Uh, Hopefully the... Other than the snowball derby, the off season and everything gives them a chance to kind of catch up and get everything going. But uh, it's going to last into 2022, from what I hear, a little bit. Not as bad as 2021, uh, and then hopefully by 2023 they'll have it fixed. Whew, crazy. Okay, so uh, I'm going to give you a chance. We got about two minutes left, so you got about one minute. But I'm going to give you a chance to get some thank yous, Tyler, because uh, obviously a lot of people helping you with your career that's getting started. Yeah. I- Big thanks to everyone who helps out with this. I guess I can list a few of them right here. Uh, Of course, Dad, he helps make all this possible. It takes a lot of dedication for him and my grandpa, the one of the team owners and owners of the car. It just means a lot to me for them to dedicate themselves to come to the racetrack and help me out in my racing career. And, of course, Dylan, our car chief, he helps work on the cars and makes adjustments on the track and helps us out with that. And my computer career and Helping Heroes, our sponsors, everything that they do for us and with the military, it just helps make everything possible for us. You never mention your mother. Nobody ever mentions their mother. Isn't that awful? You know what's funny is you look into the camera if you're an NFL player, and it's always, hi, mom. It's never, hi, dad. And now in racing, everybody mentions their dad, and nobody mentions their mom. I don't know what what, what it is about that dynamic. But, uh, you know, if it wasn't for your mother, you wouldn't be here right now, right? Yeah, that is a fact right there. <laughs> but uh, my mother actually is one of the reasons I kind of – when I first started racing, she was not sure of it for sure. Well, I like, she like, wasn't. Like all mothers, she definitely was not very confident in me racing and didn't really agree with it at first. But after the past few races and getting with go-karts and then getting out of that and getting in a late model, she was definitely really yeah, scared the first time I got into a late model. But she's definitely adapted really well to it, and uh, i got to thank her. Now I think uh, LeVar Scott's sitting next to you in the studio. He's on the inside pass in a minute, but uh, I think LeVar's mom actually raced, right? Am I right about that? Yeah. So, yeah, some mothers adapt to racing very, very well. Okay, so uh, mycomputercareer.edu training for a better life. Uh, go check that out, and also helpingheroes.org. Uh, just a tremendous organization uh, that supports uh, veterans, service members, first responders, and their families. Um, so, uh, glad to have Tyler and Jarek on and, uh, that's it for this week's lead lap. Hello, WSIC. Looking forward to next Saturday. Until then, I'm Tom Baker. Thanks for joining us. Have a great week, everybody. You've been listening to the lead lap show home to Southeast motorsports coverage on the radio. For more exciting and passionate motorsport content, follow lead lap show on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And visit leadlabshow.com.
The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of The Lead Lab Show. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of The Lead Lab Show. Thank you for listening.